0: Hey, welcome back to episode eight now of If Water Coolers Could Talk. I'm Jesse, one of your co-hosts, and this is Danielle. Hello. <laughs> she that sounds so sweet. Laugh. I know, you just sound so sweet every time. Like, Hello. Hello, everybody.
1: <laughs> well, I have to give them a false sense of security before they get to know who
0: I really am. That's smart. I think they're already starting to get to know who you are. Yeah. Most likely. <laughs> I'm pretty sure by this point it, it's happening already. How was yes, your week this that, week? That's true. Did uh, you have a busy one?
1: Yeah. It's been a little bit crazy, so yeah. that's okay. It's over now. So we're just going to look forward to next week. How's your week?
0: Yeah. It is like too busy in some ways last week or so. It was just a lot of, In and out, in and out, driving, 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 and then work's been super busy too. So, you know, the evenings are busy with all the running around, the days are busy with work, which I like. I like it being busy. I mean, we're, it's crunch time right now. So I'm happy to do it and be busy. It's just, I'm tired. That's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) It's, I'm really tired. No, I understand.
1: I understand completely. Everything's melting down over here, but we'll get through it, and everything will be good, and we're just going to keep looking forward. That's
0: all we can do. Speaking of melting down, there's virtually no snow anymore. I mean, it's windy today, like wind warning of like 90 clicks an hour come from the west, But uh, so thanks for sending that over from the west. You're welcome. But um, yeah, it almost looks like late September, October yeah I thought you did. <laughs> just a little hello, <sighs>
1: <laughs> yes, I sent you all the nice, warm air because we woke up with a little bit of snow, just a very light oh. dusting of snow, so but it was just that little warning that it's coming, so I've got to get out there and make sure we can get that snow blower
0: started, and that is all, get... yeah, it was we the need a snow blower. I've got three shovels, yeah. but I'm the only one really using them. So it, it sucks. So, I mean, I mm-hmm. mean, when Carlos is here, he'll do it. And I've gotten Christian to do it a little bit, but it's generally me shoveling around. I mean, I need the exercise, but I get jealous because across the street, they have a beautiful snowblower. <laughs> you know, they have this cute little thing pretty much everywhere.
1: Um, it's a little, it looks like a shovel and you just push it push the snow and then it kicks it into a motor and sprays it like six feet ahead of you eight feet ahead of you um and it's not very expensive we got one i think it was about 90 dollars, and it works amazing as long as you don't get those three feet dumps of wet snow Mm, that's a bit too much for it but like an inch or two of snow like you usually would, well, like I usually would wake up to when we were living in Calgary, it would knock that out without a problem. Really? Definitely. Mm -hmm. So when
0: you say it sprays in front of you... (laughs) Are you, do you mean off to the side, or do you just keep spraying the same snow over and over?
1: It sprays directly in front of you, so you don't go down the length of the sidewalk. You go side to side, and okay, then it shoots okay. it into your grass. Because if you go down the length of it, yeah, you end up just piling a bunch of snow in front of you. No, you have to go side to side. So it might end up taking... A little bit more like swipes, but you're not lifting the snow. And let's be honest, that's where we hurt ourselves. Is we Mm -hmm. lift the snow, we twist with the shovel, and then we drop the snow, and that's how you hurt yourself. And this eliminates that completely. You just we discussed uh,
0: last week. We discussed we just have to sleep and wake up, and we've hurt ourselves. So anything to prevent more damage is a good idea.
1: And that's exactly why we got these is because trying to get the heavy, because the snow up here is so much heavier. Like you, you don't understand until you've actually tried to shovel it. It's so much heavier. And just the two of us working together couldn't clear the driveway. I'm like, this is, this is stupid. So we bought that one and it worked great for, Like the light dustings that you get sometimes, but then we would get this big dump. So we got a slightly bigger one that worked for the big dump of snow. But the problem is, is the battery, the charge on the battery, we would only get through about a third of our driveway and we'd have to stop and recharge the batteries. And I'm like, okay, this is stupid. Like I can't find replacement batteries for this thing anywhere, so we finally broke down. We bought this big gas-powered monstrosity, and I have to go and see <laughs> if we can get it started because it's not easy to start. Like, you have to press the choke a bunch of times and then rip this pull cord, and the pull cord is just a little bit too long for me. It mm. was... um Built for a guy who's about six four ish, because that's who we bought it from. So he would have no problem with the reach to get that thing started. But I have a little bit of problem with the reach for it, so it, I have to struggle with getting it started. But once it started, that thing is a beast. So I'm kind of counting on that.
0: Okay, if you being as tall as you are struggled, I wouldn't stand a chance.
1: No, it wouldn't you be wouldn't. good. Unfortunately, you would not. Um the guy actually made a joke about how he had to put uh an electric start on it for his wife, but he never got around <laughs> to doing it. But he had to because his <laughs> wife couldn't get it started. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, I really wish you had done that because this thing is a nightmare. Yeah, like, it's
0: very, very difficult to start. So I would give that a shot over the shoveling cuz I'm getting lazy. But anyway, oh, yeah. Enough of my whining about the snow. Mm -hmm. Uh, We we do have five stories again for you guys today. Some of them are from online message boards. We have one written in. I think her name was Lynn. And Yeah. yeah, I guess we can get going. Danielle's got the first one.
1: Yeah. So this one did come from an online message board. And that's more from a customer perspective. But I liked it because it just leaves questions and I like things that make me think. Mm-hmm. So this thing starts off one day I took my parents to a Greek restaurant in a small city in New Jersey close to the local train station. I've eaten there before with my girlfriend when we went to see a concert at the local high school. My parents and I arrived, we were seated pretty quickly, and we ordered appetizers and entrees, and then we began talking about the restaurant. The waiter is overall rather polite, and he disappears into the back. We wait around 45 minutes for our appetizers, and we don't see our waiter at all during the interval. So we flag down a woman who appears to be the manager. My mom says, excuse me, we're supposed to have calamari and salads. The manager says, well, that's odd. Let me see what the problem is. So the manager leaves and comes back a few minutes later with a weird look on her face. And she says, "I, I don't know how to tell you this, But your waiter just left. We can't find him anywhere. Me, he what? The manager (laughs) says, we've even tried calling him. I don't know if he quit in the middle of his shift or what, but if you're okay with waiting a bit longer, I can take over as your waiter. Me, well, you might as well. We've been waiting for almost an hour anyway. The manager, I'm deeply sorry for the inconvenience. If he returns at any point, I'll make sure he's disciplined accordingly. So the manager left and came back a few minutes later, the calamari and the salads. She proceeded to serve us while constantly apologizing for her employees' behavior. On the bright side, the food was fantastic and relatively cheap, and we left a large tip for the manager as well. It was an odd experience, but we didn't have any other issues. Wow. So that's the story, right? So what the heck happened to the person, the waiter? I don't know, but that's what (laughs) drives me crazy. Is who, like, what would have to happen? He says the waiter seems polite and then walks into the back and what? Just walks right out the back door?
0: Like, did they think like, someone else had started and they just clocked out and left without even telling them, oh, you've got a table? Oh. Right?
1: Like, I have no idea. That is so weird. It just leaves like that. So I'm, I'm wondering, and I'm dying to know, if anybody who's ever done anything like that hears this. Please write to us and tell us what would cause somebody to not even punch in the order because the order never came up. Because you'd imagine if the order came up and the manager would see it sitting there and start to question, but no, he takes the order, he politely thanks them, walks away and walks right out of the store.
0: Must have been ticked at his job or, I mean, maybe the customers didn't know, but maybe he thought. That he didn't like them, like he thought they were somebody else. I mean, I don't know. That just seems weird. Right? Everything that, that about is it is weird. weird.
1: So, if anybody, like I said, if anybody has any insight, let us know because this one, it actually kind of bothers me a little bit. It's I puzzling. found myself, right? I found myself thinking about it several times since I read it and trying to figure out. I mean, <laughs> aside happened? from. Right? What happened? Aside from a personal emergency, like say on his way back to punch in the order, uh, you know, he got a text and just but why would you just leave? You'd like probably I've tell your manager, text, right? Right? I've had that text at work and I've had it my first thought, I went straight to the manager and then I left. I didn't yeah. just walk right out the back door and no word to anybody, like I don't know. That's just, but I mean, that's me. Not everybody behaves the way I do, thankfully. And more importantly,
0: it sounds like they had to pay their bill. Like, (laughs) I would have wanted free food by that point. Come on now. I'm sure it (laughs) tasted good, but it could have been better if it was free. (laughs) <laughs> right I'm it's always that. better free
1: mm-hmm. but i mean at the same time the manager was very polite and served them very quickly like he, she says he came back a few minutes later so she went to the back she stopped somebody and got them to immediately start this guy's order yeah i
0: mean true. she really
1: did everything she could but mm-hmm. i agree with you discounts and stuff they always they go a long way towards
0: making everything better i concur We like discounts. Anybody listening, we like (laughs) discounts on food and anything, really. (laughs) Everything we
1: want is always better if it's cheaper. I love sales shopping. And I am that person Mm -hmm. if I get complimented on something. Like I had three pairs of pants, actually. They were identical pants because they were $5. So I bought every pair they had in my size because they were normally $90 pants. And I got them for five bucks. Five bucks. So oh, and, and they were pretty cute pants and anytime somebody was like oh I like those pants I'm like thanks they were five five I get
0: so excited that's so funny so right so I do that deals. too and I can't stop myself and I remember talking <laughs> to this lady at an office I worked at before and she's like, why do we do that like we can't just, be quiet, shut up and take the compliment. We just have to like blurt out how much we (laughs) saved. I mean, there are definitely people who'd be like, oh, thank you. That cost me $500. And like, they want it to be all about the brand or how much you spent. Whereas we're over here like, yeah, five bucks. (laughs) I think (laughs) it's about how we grew up. I grew up
1: very poor. So even the fact that I was wearing pants that were originally $90, (laughs) That was oh, something st- that, like, it was so far out of my reach when I was growing up. Like, my pants were never even new when I grew I up. It was right where rare you said
0: that it would be rare if you're wearing pants. And Then i just <laughs> pictured you just. <laughs> um, really? No, I was Not always dressed. <laughs> the shirt was long.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was. Oh. It was very long. It covered everything important. No, it's, uh, yeah, (laughs) I think that's what it relates back to. Like anytime I got Mm -hmm. new clothes, they were always from like the lowest, cheapest, like going to a sale at like Kmart, Walmart type places. Yeah, discount clothing stores. And then we couldn't even afford them until they put them on sale. So, Yeah. yeah, I think that's where it comes from with me anyway just like yeah Yeah. i got this really nice thing and i spent so little on it i get very excited about being able to
0: save money because Mm -hmm. you all who doesn't need money i would just dress me and dave in the same outfits and they're always boys just so everybody knows (laughs) he wasn't running around in a skirt i don't know if she saved money buying the same stuff or what was happening but i mean i'd get some of his hand-me-downs for a while like we were in a similar boat very similar growing up that way but yeah. But, and you boys, know, I appreciate it more now. Oh, That's probably why. We went on a tangent there. A big so one. I going to say, second- I'm like, I was really like, how did we get to that? I was really thinking backwards I'm like, holy cow. Okay. We really changed the, the whole tone of that story. Right. <laughs> clothes. I'm like, isn't a restaurant story? Okay. L- let's move on. This also yes. is a restaurant story. Um, in high school, myself and a bunch of friends worked at a newly opened steak fast food restaurant in town. At first, it was fun. We could work and goof off a few days a week after school. As the months went by, though, most of my friends quit. And I was the last person in my group left working there. As my friends mm. quit, the management didn't bother hiring replacements. I've been there. Um, oh, Yeah. <laughs> On the nights that I was scheduled, I was working a three-person station all by myself. Oh, what a joy. Yeah. Well, um, a few I weeks of this slow. went by. You know, well, no kidding. It probably wasn't if it's a new fancy restaurant. A few weeks of this went by and it was incredibly stressful trying to keep up with the orders from the dining room and the drive through with no help. It was daunting. On top of that, yeah. i have waitresses coming back and screaming at me, the drive through guy screaming at me, and eventually the manager's coming back to yell at me. After one particularly rough evening, my shift finally ends, and I head to clock out. Literally, as I'm going for the door, the manager on duty, who is a particular Omega Class A, or if you know <laughs> what I'm saying, he's a nurse, runs in front of me. <laughs> A blocks the exit and says I can't leave because they don't have someone coming in to cover the overnight shift. This was a twenty four hour restaurant. I explained to him that I'm a high school student and cannot work past nine PM, and I also have homework and I'm studying that I need to do. After a few minutes of arguing, he won't budge. So rather than continue the schrade, I pretended to clock back in, then walked to the back and proceeded to climb out the drive through window. <laughs> and as I'm walking around the parking lot, the manager sees me out the window and throws his hands up like, you know, WTF, what are you doing? I respond back by uh, firing back with both middle fingers and a lure gesture, and it felt so satisfying so that's that was an online story so thank you to our online author that would be very satisfying very satisfying indeed absolutely
1: see if we could contact that author see at least that
0: author you had a reason this guy he just walks out exactly there's a that was a good reason and i mean i've been there where oh yeah you know i wasn't a kid but i was i don't know maybe late twenties, early 30s is retail and they they just didn't hire more people. So I would be working yeah. by myself till like sometimes from five till eight or five to nine. It closed at nine. And you know, maybe someone was there till six. And it was like, number one, that's not safe. And I was Mm-mm. pretty sure there was a rule that you had to have two people after some people were really like I think it was downtown, yeah. but they're getting killed because they're the only people there and they get robbed and stuff. But no, I was in there, I'd be having to handle three or four customers at a time. And I'm like, what? This is not paying very much? What am I doing? Yeah, it is not worth the stress.
1: No, it's not. No. I had a job like that, where they kept growing the company, but wouldn't grow my department, I was the only person doing all of the invoicing. And they kept adding on more sales reps and stuff, which meant more invoicing, obviously, but they wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't grow my department. So I completely get that overworked, overwhelmed, you just need help. And that's sad. I am i say kudos to you, my friend. I would have, well, I probably wouldn't have climbed out the window. I would have gotten in his face and been like, this is technically kidnapping. Are you going to move? <laughs> yes. Or am I going to call the police?
0: That was the kind of uh, sweet person I am. I wonder if anyone but... is in the drive-thru when this person <laughs> climbed out. <laughs> like, Excuse me, can you move a little bit? I have to get out of this door. You know <laughs> what I awful. would say to them? I would turn around.
1: I would say... <laughs> i'll stop that now oh man yes That's what I right like sweetie and we have all been up. there
0: and so i'm not over this surprise surprise yet me and michelle <sighs> yeah. our cousin we were discussing it and she started sending me some more memes about it, and i was in tears it was so bad <laughs> And you're supposed to loop oh, me in on those. I didn't I get will, to see any more. Okay. It was Messenger. I'll send Michelle, it over. Michelle,
1: I know you listened to this. You have my contact
0: info. Come on. Sorry, Michelle. My bad. <laughs> I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. Thank you for listening, Michelle. We love you, love you, love you.
1: Okay. Yes, we love you lots.
0: Quickly start a new All story. All
1: right. <laughs> so quickly before we get to it. Well, sorry. So this mm. one, I believe this one was the one sent in by our friend Lynn. Yes. Also says, so sense. says says, in an office I worked at years ago, I had one boss that always liked to eat healthy and made sure that you knew it. Oh, man. Anyway, one, one of those, we've all met those. Whether it was veggies grown at her house or what, she wanted everyone to know that she was a clean eater. It did sometimes make it uncomfortable in the lunchroom when she ate with us if we happened to have something like pizza for lunch, as she would certainly give it a look. Huh? Jealous, probably. Oh, most well, likely. Right? She says, well, there was also another way that she made it known about her healthy food and fiber diet. Oh, Uh-oh. no. We <laughs> only this- had public washrooms it is to theme? use for the office. <laughs> it's dull. It is our theme. Uh,
0: Why do I always get the poop stories? I think I think I got one once. I don't know because you are lucky. (laughs) So we only
1: had one public washroom to use for the office with stalls. One occasion, I came into said washroom and into a stall, and I could see that someone was in the one next to me. Whatever, it's normal. I thought until these unearthly noises boomed out of their stall being a tad immature I did everything I could not to snicker and thank god I held it in it was a healthy boss who came out of the stall I could see her go to wash her hands through the crack of the stall it nearly killed me but I held it all together until she left (laughs) Oh, oh Lynn's not done she says, now this was bad enough, but another day, not long later, I was again in the washroom and someone else was there. I went out to wash my hands and it happened. The trumpets were again playing loudly from the stall. And I glanced in the mirror and I saw with horror that the healthy boss's unique shoes in
0: the stall. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm so immature. I'm just the same. I can't oh stop laughing God, about dying. these things. I know, right? I'm. Str- i gonna. Okay, I'm gonna get through this. Get through this. You can do it.
1: So you saw the healthy boss's unique shoes in the stall. Everything in me to attempt not to even smile as I wash my hands. I almost let out a giggle, but I caught it. Unlike my, <laughs> unlike my gas ass boss in the stall. <laughs> oh my god, Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As soon as I grabbed paper towel to dry my hands, I got out of there as fast as I could without being obvious. My coworkers saw my face and were like, what on earth is happening? I hid in the back room for a minute, just burst out laughing until I cried. Not my <laughs> finest moment, and I really didn't want to hurt or offend the boss, but it was too much, possibly like her fiber intake.
0: Oh, man. Lynn, that's. Wow. That's oh, amazing. I'm sure, I'm sure she would have told her co workers after she died, but uh, definitely not around the healthy boss. No.
1: No, but I'm sure there'd have been some chatter on the water cooler for that one. Oh, 100%. That's. Uh,
0: <laughs> that's
1: kind of reminds me of work, not going to lie.
0: Oh, no. That's not good to hear.
1: Well, sorry, not work now, I should specify. So as soon as as the healthy leader and she made sure you knew that she's a healthy eater, Mm -hmm. it reminded me of we had two girls on our team that were vegan and wanted everyone to know they were vegan. And yeah, they had the same issues. So it could just be... Yeah, I don't know if this girl is, is vegan. She's a very clean eater, but usually that does mean very limited meat. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know. I don't know, but that, uh, that was difficult to read. But thank you for sending it in, Lynn. We appreciate your stories. We sure do. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we need more like that. <laughs> well, that was a good one. Like, whew, but I made it through. I'm oh, proud. Very minimal. I'm proud of me too. I mean, there
0: are tears in my eyes from holding back the laughing, but they <laughs> did it. I couldn't hold All it. All right, back. <laughs> like that healthy boss, I couldn't hold it back. <laughs> <I> couldn't <laughs> Hold it in anymore. Let's be clear: I'm talking about me laughing and giggling, not what she was doing. Just so are everybody you sure? knows, it would are pick you up sure? on the microphone. I can't edit that out. So yes, I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> And on that note, oh, on gentlemen. that note, okay, I'm going to read another story <sighs> that I believe was from online. So Probably for the best. <laughs> okay, let me just collect myself. Okay, okay. I had a position that was a year's contract and the year was coming up and I decided I didn't want to continue past the end date. So I told my boss, who was a complete moron, that I wasn't going to renew my contract. <laughs> This was six weeks before the contract ended. Okay, so, I mean, that's lots of notice. Oh, yeah, that's more than fair. Starting from that day, I was person non grata in the office. I wasn't CC'd on any emails, not invited to any staff meetings. They had a team building event outside of the office one day. I showed up for work and no one was there in my department. They were all out team building. I spent the whole day just reading a book and surfing the net, etc., On my final day, it was about 1 p.m., and I was saying goodbye to people in other departments. The boss comes down and says, we need you in the office now. I used the phone to call somebody, and they said that they had planned a goodbye party for me. Well, after six weeks of being treated like crap, they wanted to make themselves feel good about giving me a cake. I said, no way. (laughs) I snuck up to my desk which was already cleaned out and walked to the front door, got in my car and drove home. Turns out nice. they started paging me for about 30 minutes and then realized I was gone and the boss was pissed. So, well, this is a little low. She decided not to send out my record of employment so I could collect oh. unemployment insurance. I sent an email to her boss, her boss's boss and the CEO explaining what she did and they had three days to get me my ROE. And if that didn't arrive within my final paycheck, I would file a complaint with the government and see where it goes. It arrived via Pure later the next day. And she was fired two months later. Uh, that's the icing <laughs> on the cake. Uh, yeah. Uh, at the end. Okay, that was yeah. she did. <laughs> Whoever she or he did not write that, that cheesy line was just me. Sorry. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, that, was <laughs> that was all me. About the cake. I'm still thinking oh, about the cake, but. Uh, that's amazing. That's so rude.
1: I, I have to play devil's advocate for a second and say if they know that you're leaving, I understand them not bringing you to like team
0: building meeting.
1: activities.
0: But you could and let the person know,
1: you know, we're doing this, so you don't exactly, need to come in. Exactly. Exactly. Communication still should exist. Yeah, like maybe don't include them on things that aren't going to pertain to them, but don't just ignore them and disregard them that way. That's
0: that's not yeah. that's not professional. That's not required. It's just, especially with the <clears> irony <throat> that they were doing team building things, but they just you know as soon as you're not going to be part of the team, chop you down. Like that doesn't really yeah. bode well. But no, I can see what no. you mean. But for the boss to try and hold the Ario. ROE. That's immature. Yeah, that's not even legal. And illegal. Yeah. And yep. I've known some places, not, ne- not to me, but they've, they've tried to do that. And it's like, why? Just why? Yeah. Or they, they want the person, they have to come in to pick up their last check because what they want to try and make it uncomfortable, humiliate them somehow. Like, you know what? It's a job. It's life. People move on. No big deal. Mail it out. Not a problem you know, it's absolutely doesn't need to be an issue.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But unfortunately some of these bosses, they just, they take it too much to heart. And I did have a manager that I don't really want to speak too much about. Um, but he was known for doing stuff like that. Mm. If you upset him and if you had the nerve to find another position, it would get worse. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and unfortunately, he had been with the company for many, many years. He did end up moving on while I was still working at the company. Uh, he moved on to another group in another province and like moved, moved away. Uh, but yeah, it was it was one of those things where I overheard a conversation about the fact that he was leaving before he made it public, and so I went to my supervisor. And I said, hey, I overheard this conversation. What's going on? And my supervisor lit up like a kid at Christmas morning. And she's like, he said what? And then she burst into tears. She was so happy that she was crying. And I'm like, right? So... And I'm not going to say where, and I'm not going to say who, because I'm not really out to shame anybody. And I know that some people involved are going to hear this, and they're going to know who I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. So I, I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Oh, but of yeah. Not. It was unfortunate that some people just take it. They have no life outside of work, and they take that tiny totally. little bit of power they have at work, and they make their life about it. So-
0: I think mm-hmm. sometimes I've I've seen it where the bosses are still amazing. They don't treat you any different. They're great. It's the coworkers who are either jealous that you're moving on or ticked oh, off, or think yeah. they're going to be put in a alert even if you've offered to train or you know give lots of notice and they're the ones that ice you out. And uh you know, I've seen I've seen that too. Like it's I've seen oh, I mean, all I've uh... probably seen everything by now. Well, I don't want to say that because then something ugly is going to creep up. <laughs> right so we we don't want to no, no no definitely not personally i've seen
1: some upset coworkers, but more like because i've i've been on teams where we get really close and so mm-hmm. when one person is yeah. leaving like you just you're really sad that they're going yeah but for sure i've never i've never been a part of a team icing somebody else out um i can totally I understand being it.
0: sad like really yeah, understand absolutely being sad. Absolutely. They, a job I had not long ago when when one of the like the doctors they they retired. I was an ugly mess. I was so sad <laughs> they were going. That. And the other one was great. Like we're friends. It's awesome. But, oh Lord, when he left. I, I mean, I I I, we still that. talk, and you know he's so sweet. He'll still send like he sent an anniversary card. He sent Amber oh, a graduation card. Like. He's he and his wife are great, but oh, Lord, I was just a ball and mess. It was I had to try and get myself together. Get myself together. I remember together. that. And then like the last little bit that he was working, it's like, I'd walk by, look at him. And I'm like, <laughs> and he's like, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, but great people. Oh my God. It was great. Yeah, it was great there. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> before I get all emotional
1: <laughs> again. Right. So, moving on to the last story, this yes. is another message board one, and uh this one I kind of I feel this one because I've I've seen similar stuff, not to this extreme, but this is something that I think we've all seen to a degree at some point. Oh, yeah. So, this is about 15 years ago. I was hired to work at a large department store. I went out on a Friday to complete some paperwork. Human Resources advised me that I would start that coming Monday and that I'd be training with a certain person. And I was also advised to be at the store at around 9.45 for the morning meeting with the store manager. And I would get to meet the department manager and the associate that was training me. So I show up on time for the meeting, eager to meet everybody. After the five-minute or so meeting, I introduce myself to the store manager, and he in turn introduces me to the department manager. Well, the department manager looked shocked for a minute and says, I didn't realize I had a new employee. I saw your name on the schedule, and I thought you were a floater. Me, oh, that's Hmm. okay. I was told I would be training with this person. The department manager well, since I thought you were a floater, I changed that person to come in this afternoon at 2 instead of at 9:45. Me. Oh, okay. Who will be training me then? The department manager says, "Well, I don't have anyone who can train you this morning." So I said, oh, "Okay, no. would you like would you like for me to come in at 2?" The department manager says, "Well, no, I may just have to train you. Go to the cash office. Get the cash bag and go down to the department, and I'll be there before the store opens to help you out. So I did what he said, and then I waited for him. And then the customers started coming in and approaching my register with returns. And I explained it was my first day I'm waiting for my trainer. Most of the customers were really nice and went to seek help at another register. I waited for about 10 more minutes, and still no manager came. So I started looking around the store for another employee, and I found no one. I couldn't open the register, so I had no choice but to carry the cash bag with me because I didn't know how to page anyone. Oh, my gosh. Right? So I went back to the cash office. I informed the lady working there what was going on, and she paged the department manager. She comes about and she says, well, I just spoke to your manager. He said he forgot about you, and he's on his oh. way now to help you. No, So I, right. So I thank her and I rushed back downstairs to wait for the manager. It was now 1015. I waited and I waited and he never showed up. More customers what? approached me and I felt bad that I had to turn them away. At 1035, I start walking around the store again. Cash bag clenched tightly in my hand. I still couldn't find another associate where have they all gone? I wondered. So I went back to the cash office lady and she looked puzzled that I was back. So I said, well, the manager never showed up to help me. The cash office lady says, are you serious? All the department managers just went into the manager's Monday morning meeting and they may be in there for a while. So I said, well, is there someone who can help me? The cash office lady says, I'm not sure. The human resource lady is off today. Let me call this person, she might be able to help. I have no idea who this person was, but I hoped that she could help. So the cash office lady on the phone, hey, I've got this new employee here and it's her first day. The manager was supposed to help train her today. I think he changed her original trainer schedule to later this afternoon. She hasn't even been able to open her register. She doesn't even have a login for the registers. Can someone please come and help her? A couple of minutes pass, and then the cash office lady says, so there's no one who can come help this poor girl? Oh this my is God. crazy. What should I tell her? Pause. Well, okay, thanks for your help. She hung up the phone and turned back to me, and she says, I am so sorry, but there is nobody who can help you. It seems we don't have enough people here. The department manager has your login for the register, but I can't disturb them in the meeting. I'm so confused that he didn't have you come in later when the other associate would be here to train you. Me, I know it doesn't make any sense to me either. I was frustrated and annoyed by the whole situation. I decided that I was going to go ahead and quit right then. So I handed the cash bag back to the cash office lady and I thanked her for helping me. She says, I am so sorry to see you go. I don't blame you, though. The manager could have handled this better. We have a high turnover here anyway. I don't understand why they don't teach classes anymore for the new hires, so at least they will know something going out onto the floor. They could avoid all of these kinds of situations. I mean, really, he should have had you come in this afternoon. That would have made the most sense. But what do I know? And she sighed. So I smiled at her and walked away. I thought about calling HR, but it seemed that they hadn't told the department manager that I was a new hire, and I didn't really want to waste any more of my time with this company. It was way too disorganized. No, kidding. I was really looking forward to working there until this mess happened. Wow. Oh, that's a long one, but yeah, that is
0: just okay. there's no, all There the are things. no words. All, all the, the things, things. like. For one, whatever happened to the freaking manager? And two, so if mm-hmm. there's nobody else there, so there's literally no staff in the store. You just got customers walking around. People could be stealing a whole bunch <laughs> of stuff. How do you not have not one person on the floor? Where was the manager? Oh, my god! Right? How do you have Mm-mm. all of
1: the managers in a meeting and nobody oh, else? The meeting. Like, yeah, all of the managers are in a meeting. But she says, Sorry, I'm assuming, I don't really know the gender of the writer, but the person says that they walked around looking and couldn't find another employee.
0: Like, who I mean, does that? I,
1: I've been in stores where it's been difficult to track down an employee in a department, Yeah. but there's always employees somewhere you know yep. there's always employees at the front there's usually employees at a department not far away from you and there's always somebody somewhere
0: that's terrible what a what a crap experience right? you know, I've had a job I think it was day 2 and you know all these people were were going to be leaving the store for a little bit and they're like okay well, you're good and you know and I'm like I've never used the tilt what if somebody right. buys something I've been here two days you're leaving me alone so one person did stay back and they helped me like that person's like family now so they they were good they were great you could see it in their eyes oh, they're good. Like, what what are they people thinking so and that, that was great and I stayed there for a long time but if I had had that situation I would have peaced out too forget well, about it yeah,
1: especially on the first day I mean, Mm -hmm. come on. Like, I've been in situations where, you know, the training was basically non-existent. Yeah. Like, I remember one time I started a job and it was at a gas station and I showed up for my training shift and we had a line of customers stretching to the back of the store. And yeah, and I'd never, I had never worked at a gas station before. Like I'd run a till before, like fast food and stuff like that. But I had never worked anything like this where customers brought you a product and you had to charge them for it. Like I had no idea. And this poor lady, like she, she did her best, but I'm standing there and basically just following the prompts of the till just to see if I can catch on and fortunately the till was really easy and she yeah. was always like popping over all the time oh no, no don't do that really quick like she was watching me while she worked so she was she was sweet she was she was amazing and she was trying but it was you know that like that was bad but i mean could you i couldn't imagine going there and then being like okay here's your money there's your till <coughs> okay <laughs> goodbye thank you you know, just walk out, walk out with your bag of money. Is that what I'm supposed to do?
0: Oh, thank you. <laughs> right, <laughs>
1: this hey, is a great hey, job. They came early.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Right, and that would be great. Man. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't I'm know. I'm glad I'm in a great job now. So I'm grateful for that. Same. There's been some fabulous things in the past. Some great jobs, really. But there's been ones like that too, and it's just. You yeah. know, whatever. Yeah.
1: Well, the gas station actually turned out to be a pretty good job. I, I had some good times there. You that were there lady, in a while. Like I said, she was great. I was there. Um, it was a part-time job long, for you, though, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, it was part-time after my other job, and that's pretty much what uh, killed it was they kept trying to say things like, Oh, well you're off your other job at four thirty. Why can't you be here to start at four forty five? And I'm like, Because it's a half an hour drive to get here and at some point I would like to stop and eat something. What? You
0: know eat. right? So yeah.
1: So why well, don't you tr- just that yeah. you're
0: like hangry, exhausted, and you're tired from your day. Now you gotta try and learn basically by yourself. Not great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Not so right. it was it was a little brutal. And then so they would argue with me, well, you should just eat on your break. I'm like, okay, that's great, but I don't get the break until seven. And I started my other job. I worked seven thirty or eight to four four thirty. I think it was 8 mm. to 4.30, but we always got there a little bit early, but whatever. Yeah. So I would have my lunch at the other job. My break was scheduled at 11.30 to noon. So I would finish eating at about noon, and then they wanted me to wait until my break at about 7.30 at night before I could eat again. Yeah, that's and I'm not like, great. That's, that's a long wait. Like, that is yeah. uh, that is too much. Like, I'm one of those people that I eat a little bit every, like, four hours. I'm starting to get hungry again. So, unless you want me to eat a huge lunch, which is just going to make me tired all afternoon, but then I won't get hungry again until seven. Sure.
0: So, you know, speaking of hungry and <clears throat> getting hungry. So, <clears throat> no yeah, offense we're talking to, a lot about food. you know, we got to wrap this up because I got to go. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, me so too. I'm hoping, uh so there's something good waiting for me. And if anybody heard, I don't know if you heard, like when you were talking, there's kind of a, a noise, like a radio that went off in the background. Mm-hmm. And that was Carlos's watch. And like sometime when he has his phone on, it just blasts into his watch that was sitting beside me. <laughs> so apologies <laughs> for that. Um, I asked him to come for it, but I don't think he got my message but anyway so hopefully yeah. it wasn't too disturbing and we hope you enjoyed yet another episode and we really really hope that you guys get inspired and send us some stories because we would really like to see your stories it's really entertaining for us and we like to tell them so that would be great uh, absolutely send in any kind of work
1: stories to iwcctpodcast at gmail.com. Reach out to us on Facebook at If Water Coolers Could Talk or on Instagram, IWCCTpodcast. And help us keep the conversation going because our kind of platform won't survive without stories. We so, need you to, survive. to hear from you. <laughs> right? We want to, If you'd like to hear from us, we need to hear from you. True story.
0: Okay, well, I guess we'll All see you right. next week around
1: the water cooler. Absolutely. Stay hydrated, my friends.